cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Welcome to Life with Lebang. This is, of course, still episode three. And I'm quite keen to have a conversation right now with somebody who, yay, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe I should start at the beginning, should I start at the edge, should I start in the middle? Um, I don't know, I don't know where to start. I'll, I'll just say that, you know, you see a lot of people come and go in the game. A lot yeah. of people come and they, they want to make their mark and they want to do great and they want to be famous and they want to, mm. and then you meet like real people, mm. people that actually leave something with you mm. and people that are clearly meant to do this. Mm. Special people. Man, you know, special, special in the sense that like you, you, they're using their talents in the right way. You're not mm. just like mucking around. I can just tell, like the first time I I was around you, yeah. I just knew that this energy is making so much sense to me. Like it feels right. Thank you so much. It feels correct, girl. So I'm very very happy <laughs> to be hanging out with you. Um, if you don't know who I'm with. You know, you gotta, you gotta put the, it's the, the D, the diva before the, everything after the divas. Put everything after the divas. Cause you know we're about the shmani. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Lula Madiba is in the house and, um, we're gonna be hanging out. We're gonna be chatting. We're just gonna be getting to know you and knowing more, learning more about your journey. But welcome. Oh, thank you so much. What an introduction. I don't do this very often. Yeah. And I don't do this with people like you very often. So I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm also very excited and I'm, I'm honored. Your, your sleeve is so dope. Go when I'm dope, man. Stop. <laughs> Stop. What do we do with all this dope in one room? Come, Come on. on. It's too much. <laughs> Cliff Central, what do you do? Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. So for those of you who don't know, um, Lula is a radio DJ. Um, she's just like one of the coolest people ever. <laughs> and so before we, before I, you know, let the listener know everything about you, I, I was doing a little bit of research. You know how we do mm-hmm. out here at Cliff Central, out here at Life with Lebang. True or false? Oh no. <laughs> Already. <laughs> I mean, let's just dive right in. Uh, you know, let's, just, let's just dive right in. True or false? Mm. Your interest in radio got sparked when you were like seven or eight, when you saw your brother laughing while you was listening to YFM Truffles. You did your research. That's very true. How how tell me more about that day or that moment where you saw it and you're like, this is it. I remember Nerdlako Lakeview Soweto. It must have been a three bedroom house. He had his own room. Yes. And to me, my brother, my brother's nine years older than me. Mm. He was the coolest dude, still is the mm. coolest guy I've ever met, right? Mm. So I'd constantly hear him laugh his asshole from the other roof, mm. the other room. And I'm constantly wondering, come into his room. He's listening to DJ Spoo. He's on the floor dying. I can't even understand the dialogue at the time. Uh. But the glee in his face yeah. was so uncanny. I was just like, yo, I can't believe this guy is feeling this way just from voices coming out of a box. Yeah. I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. That is cool, man. And even if I didn't know I wanted to do that, I definitely wanted to be a part of it. For sure. Yeah. For sure. That's mm. so dope. That Like a lot of us obviously first get exposed to radio through like a family member or like yeah. you know maybe you're in the car you're driving to school or whatever and you're like what is this so would you say that it was in that exact moment when you knew it was like one of those light bulbs you know like in the movies yeah like, when it's like no 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 i wouldn't say that moment was my king yeah when my, was your king my king came it must have been what, what was grade nine grade nine i was 15 that was 2012 
I was in grade 9 in 2012 Sure, okay, when I'm counting <laughs> Grade 9, 2012 And this is when I'm starting to realize That my dad actually does this And I'm looking at his lifestyle Yeah I'm looking at the kinds of things that he does Like traveling to Cape Town every second weekend Soft Oh, shop buddy, soft Three gigs per night dude. Damn. Like, You know what I mean? I'm just saying like Yo, 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 yo Can't it's like this Just yeah. to talk yeah. On the radio Ah, <laughs> oh, that was my thing Yeah That was my thing But like the reasons why I wanted to do radio Are not the same uh. Yeah for, at that time it was like ah, I also want to like Make ridiculous amounts of money And travel mm. And do cool things And speak into a mic And play music mm. That was it for me Yeah But now I recognize that I have a responsibility To share a message Like sure. I I have to Because Let's be real There's not a, a lot of people That look like me On radio right now Yeah So I feel like I have such a responsibility To open the door Like When you say look like you What do you mean? I'm talking about gay women Yeah Lesbian women Yes I, Do you know any other? I don't Actually now that you mention I mean I maybe know them But they, they don't know That I know that They know that I know you know? Please like enlighten me because I haven't seen any I'd love to see who uh, in our community because I, it's almost like a rarity radio the lesbian. Uh, but the gay with more TV, more radio everywhere. Yeah. So like I just feel like um my positioning and also where I work, like it's really, really important for me to stay focused, yeah. stay humble and do what I came here to do. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So word on the streets is that you once wanted to sing professionally. Like, where'd you hear that? Like, at some point, you were like, you know what, Beyonce, you ain't got nothing on me. You ain't got nothing on me. Would you still go into that? No, 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 no. It's I a rap. Like, music I'd go into, but not as singing. Like, not singing. So, would, like, how would you go into music? I'd produce, dude. Okay. I am in music one way or the other because I'm a DJ. Yes. So, like, just... You know that thrill of playing a set and watching people go yo when I change the song. Yeah, it's so thrilling. Yes. It's exhilarating. So in one way or another, I'm still that dream. Yeah, it came true, just not in the way that I thought. Yeah. yeah. Can you can you just give us a little like a little song song like a note? Yeah. Do you recall the time? Sure. You captured this heart oh, of mine. Yeah, wait. I found in a field full of dandelions. You are my light. You're my sunshine. Oh, come on. Love it <laughs> Idols so, say What you know about that That side. harmonizing right? I see you Yeah girl. you know It's quiet girls worldwide <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's talk a little bit About the LGBTQ plus community I mean True. you already mentioned That you have this Massive responsibility As one of the few yeah. Openly lesbian radio DJs Proud of who you are yeah. Happy I mean We As a black community It's already like Hey Yo man Like what are you doing Like <laughs> Do you know men? You know, like you'll generally not be received that well, and True. you've managed to do that. How you know have you used your platform number one to empower the young black girl who's a kid listening to you? Also knowing that she could be definitely gay, mm. but she obviously doesn't have anyone to speak to about mm. it. How are you empowering her right now? First of all, by authentically being myself on air. Mm. I I used to censor myself, believe it or not. When I was still doing weekend, yeah. First of all, I come from like a, I hate to use this word, but it's true. Mm. I come from a homophobic home. Okay. Right. So when I was on air, I'd constantly be wary of like who in my family is listening right oh. now. If I want to talk about a girl and say how hot she is, they already know that I'm gay. They hate it. Like yeah. I don't know if they still do now because we don't chat about it anymore. I'm just like, uh, if you're gonna hate, don't bring that energy around. Yeah. So I can see where they're at right now. Hey, Takara. There. Far away. You can't even get in. That's it. You know That's it. So I, I, now made the decision to be authentically myself. So by mm. me being proud and loud on air, showing that I'm not going to create a facade now that I'm on air, mm. makes the 
the average kid who's sitting, the black girl that's sitting at, at home right now, think, oh my God, if she can do it and mm. she comes from a household that she comes from, mm. then I can too. I'm not going to let things like that to hold me back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, um, on my show, we have this thing called the nightcap conversation. And very, very often we have... Topics around queerness Because my co-host Is also a gay man I'm almost uh, like His boyfriend And he's my girlfriend That's like, so sweet Like yeah. what are the odds That you yeah. know Yeah I mean it's also The first show at the station Ever to have Two queer hosts On one yeah. show You see yeah. So that already in itself Lends the idea That you Like come on dog Just be yourself yeah. It's umnandila yes. It's like every day yes. Like these are the vibes So yes. I feel like that's how I'm doing it right now So on the nightcap conversations We'd have conversations About being queer In 2021 What mm. it means Coming out mm. Do we still need to do that? You know, mm. all these politics, we address them and in a way of learning and also informing. Yeah. And that's what I think makes authentic radio. Yes. If it's entertaining, informing and educational. For sure. For sure. What are some of the, the more tougher things um, that you've had to endure um, in the radio space, in the music space? Mm. Um just generally, like when you walk into a room and you you can just feel. Yeah. I mean, some things are hard to, especially energies. Energies don't lie. Mm. They're so loud, and you can just feel if someone's like, Grr, yeah. and they're standing right behind you. So, what are some of the the more difficult things that you've had to experience um, so, in your career? In the radio world, not so much, but in the music world, it's happened. For example, I was playing and then my exposed and then JoJo's in Maboneng. Yeah. I, 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 when I play, I bring my own equipment, ne? For sure. Professional. I'm setting up, I'm setting up, okay? So the sound and lighting guy was messing with my set during the time that I was playing. Yeah. And now that made me seem like an amateur. Yeah. Because I'm doing my thing. The output is what people are receiving. For sure. Not what's happening behind the scenes. For sure. And 15 minutes into my set, the, 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 the promoter, they shut it down. He's like, nah, you have to stop playing. You're not playing good enough. Uh. So what I, the reason why I bring this up is because even later that day when I left, I went to a party at Costa Titch, mm. uh, at some club thing that was happening. And then they asked me promptly, like, can you please play for us quick? Yeah. Um, I don't know. The piano DJ is not there and you seem like you're the only piano DJ here. I yeah. had my equipment. I'm yeah. like, I'm of good. Of course. I played two songs. Yeah. That's not a DJ set. That's two songs uh. because the energy that I felt at JoJo's was the same that I felt at Costa. It's not saying that it's them, but it's the people who yeah. were controlling the decks. Just yeah. like arriving and that, that lack of respect because yes. number one, I don't necessarily have clout. I have talent. Mm. I've got the skill. Girl, you got clout. Nah, I barely got clout because you got clout clouds. is like when now you clocking more my 5k post for saying ha huh? there's levels of clout you know what I there's mean there's levels of clout but just like being received that way because this mm. person doesn't know me this per- now they're undermining me because yeah. they're unaware and that's the industry are. like it's yeah. just so it's fickle yeah it's Disheartening Because mm. it's like Guys let's respect each other For what we do That's it If there's a problem Let's talk about it Don't dismiss me Because you don't know Who I am Or you yes. feel like I'm not famous enough or, yes. or popular enough To do the task That you've paid me to do Exactly So yeah That's, sure. that's the backlash I've received Like if I was a promoter And I used to be I would be listening To the show right now Because this is really Some good insight And yeah. this can make And break The kind of energy That mm. the music Also comes out with So the crowd mm. Can also pick up On the No man Something's happening Something is fine yeah. So promoters Your technical team mm. Make sure that they come correct Yo, yeah. To the people that you are paying To play at these gigs Do better. Because it's a, it's a ripple effect mm. Do better And 
Anyway, let me not hop on about that because I'm also very passionate about yeah. that. I've, I've experienced situations where I'm like, but why is this happening? How? Like, why? That's um, why Hello? Come on. <laughs> and that's why you pay a deposit beforehand. Exactly. That's what I learned. <laughs> so tell me more about, obviously, uh, being the daughter of an industry giant. Yeah. And I, I, I say the word giant and I think it's not even the right word. Um, legend. Yeah. You know, um, how has that shaped you? How has that, um, you know, led you to be the person that you are today? And some of the choices that you make so proudly and so openly. I'm gonna start off by saying that, like, um, my father and I's relationship was not necessary. We weren't necessarily close. Yeah. Right. I know he loved me. He took care of me financially. Yeah. yeah. But we weren't necessary. We didn't have that typical father-daughter relationship. Yeah. Daddy is in Desinjalo. Like the ones in the movies. Uh, fairy tale. That yeah, one. Yeah. It is a fairy tale. So, trust. in in terms of my career, mm. like, I would say that just the small glimpses that I saw from my dad, like, mm. growing up, ne. Mm. The whole family's there. Hello, hi. Mm. Yeah. Every single time. Of course. So already I'm a spectacle. I can see who I'm different from other kids only yeah. because my dad is who he is. Yes. Right. And I kind of like that. I was like, man, this guy, this guy got power there. Yeah. If they stopping a whole function, but they're introducing me as one uh, That's when I know. Oh, this guy is big. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh. then he passed away. Uh. The time when he passed away, like we didn't even know that he was that big. We knew, like, okay. Yeah. But how do you not have? How do you not have? That like Dude like Like my dad is Eddie's only And he's this buck Because like, like I got used to it He's my pops At the end of the day yeah. Like from time to time yeah. And I hear him Every Sunday yeah. To me it wasn't As fascinating But now when he passes on mm. We had to have the funeral At UJ Because Hexic. it was A public funeral For sure The for way sure. people Were crying Of course oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah All of that being said Like I think I I love the legacy That he left behind for mm. me I love it I, I just It gives me a head start Because it makes for An, an interesting story Definitely But when it comes to My craft yes. We're vastly different You yes. can't deny that Number one Okay, the one thing we have in common is that we both talk to the ladies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out, Pops. I'm shout like, out, Pops. Shout what's out. What's love? This Lula Odiba put everything after the Debas. Welcome to the nightcap. Not, not talking the romantic repertoire. Yes. The nightcap. Well, yeah. So that's the one thing we have in common. But in terms of radio between then and now, completely different. Yeah. My, my brand is different. Yeah. My, my radio style is different. I'm not a romantic repertoire Sunday soul session vibe. Yeah. I'm a now hip. You know, Kong 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 kind of vibe. You know what I mean. So yeah, in that sense, I think that he has influenced some parts of my career. But for for the most part, like yo, we're such two completely different brands. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that because of that pressure that comes with being his daughter, Mm. you already have to do so much more than just anybody else who's talented who may have this gift in radio? Absolutely. Now I have to host the Grammys. No fact. I have to. What's that fact? Like. I have to host the Grammys. I have to surpass that because with generations, you do the work that you do now so that your kids do better. That's it. And I have to do better That's for it. my dad. And you don't want them to be like, Ooh, wana kakha okay. Ooh, what's that thing? Shemu zamme. Shemu zamme. Arita na mokunai. Eliko technical. You know how they be, bro. And they be like that. Yo, they be like that. Hard. 
and the rest of your family? Are they like supportive? I mean, you mentioned earlier that you don't really like speak to everybody, but like your close family. I speak to my family, just not about my sexuality. Yeah. My whole family is supportive. Mm. They can't help but brag about me. For dude. sure. Like, I, my family are religious listeners of my show. Yeah. My brother, my biggest fan. My mother, my biggest fan. Yeah. So I'm really happy with how they've supported me. They really do do the most. Every single night. And I mean, every night. It's time now for mm. Lula Show, the nightcap on Y. Make sure you tune Aww. in. That's love, man. That's so nice. That's love. And it really makes a big difference when you get that support mm. from your family because, like, when you strip that away, yeah. it's like you, you feel like you're almost alone True. in this thing called life. So mm. I'm very, very happy for you that you have their support. I mean, that, that explains why you're doing such great things. Oh, thank you. Um, I want to talk a little bit about favoritism, you know, with like parents and growing up and stuff. I mean, it's tough. <laughs> and you say you've got a brother. I've got an, uh, an older brother and two younger sisters. So, Leif. Okay. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. Did you ever experience any sort of like favoritism amongst like you and your siblings? Yeah, from my dad. Like he loved those little kids. <laughs> <laughs> He loved those little kids, bro. They were favored. Yeah. I mean, he was married to my stepmom. Yeah. They lived together. Yeah. Naturally, they'll have more attention, more uh. time, more investment in whatever that they want. Let me tell you a quick story. This yeah. one is a sad one. Story time. But I'm going to share, ne? Yeah. So my sisters and I, we went to the same primary school, but then they didn't stay there till grade seven because, I mean, my boy, you want to, you want to, you want to, you want private school. Like uh. in prime, uh, public, public, uh, 12 years go fail So at some point We all went to the same primary school And I was in grade 8 at the time My younger sister was probably in grade 2, 3 Yeah So my music teacher from that that primary school Was also my music teacher elsewhere Yeah We had just finished up on our lesson She's like, yo, don't you want to go back to Mondeo Primary To go check out your old teachers Yeah Show them how you I'm like, yeah, let's go I'm like, my old primary school I feel like I'm vibing, eating a hot dog I'm like, that is my little sister, Mole. So now, the reason why I mention this is because when I was in that school and there was family days, my pops never came, fam. Yeah. And here he is with his kids yeah. at a family function. Yeah. I feel but you. But when it comes to my mom, my brother and I are equal. Like, there's never been a point where I feel like, because... We all got the same thing Like when I got a car I got a car at 18 He got a car at 18 Yeah She built us a room Both of us You know yeah. Everything was always split in half Like that's all our, our gifts were As much as he's older than me yeah. It felt very equal No that's dope I, I just want to encourage you a little bit Because I literally can relate to your story Copy Really Freaking Pace that's Literally crazy. It's it's wild like, I'm si- Yeah I'm sitting here being triggered Like she's <laughs> triggering my whole life right now I'm like Damn I just need to make peace I need to make peace with all these changes Like it's very very hard To see your your parents treat a younger sibling so much better mm. Especially a girl Dog Because you sit there like I was the only girl though And now there's more girls And you're doing To these girls What I would have liked For you to do to it's me It's like Oh so you are capable To exactly. do these things Just not with me Yeah But here's the thing Yeah And this is why I want us To talk about this yeah. 
is that at that time of your dad's life, yeah. he maybe wasn't equipped to treat you in the way that you want to be treated. He had to go through treating you that way so he can learn how better mm. to treat a girl child. So I don't want you to walk away from this feeling like, you know, some type of way. The next interview you go to and they speak to you about your relationship with your dad and yeah. the parenting style, yeah. you need to say, you know what? Everything happened the way it happened for that reason. Yeah. I till this day I'm like I'm I don't understand some of the some mm, of the things. Mm. Like I know like my little sister's got like a phone, she's got this, mm. she's got that. I'm like, I wish I had me I wish I got that attention, but I didn't. Is this like the curse of the firstborn or what? I, did, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but also we need to just realize that our parents are also humans. Mm. They're also going through the motions and figuring things out and learning things. So what we don't want is for them to treat our younger siblings the way that they treated us. Mm. They have to show that they've grown. Yeah. They have to show that they've learned. So, and don't let it affect your relationship with your sisters either. No, never. I love I my then, sisters. I think we're good to go. I love my family. Then we're like, good to go. Yeah, I feel like everything that you've just mentioned, like yeah. I am making peace with this slowly but surely because yeah. I also have my unlearning to do, yes. my trauma to get over. Yeah. And yeah. I've forgiven him. If I if I was ever upset, I regret, you mm. know, because I can see I can tell that he's protecting me yeah. in the other life. Like Absolutely. my dad actually speaks to me all the time, like yeah. through music. It's the most bizarre thing. So that's so nice. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like you might think I'm going crazy, but he I can see it. I can feel it. That is insane. And I'm aware that I'm not crazy. Like, yeah, you know no, I mean? you're not crazy. Yeah. You're definitely not crazy. <laughs> yeah. That is so nice. I love that. Mm. Um, I want to encourage you, man. I just I just want you to to just feel empowered, girl. I want Thank you to feel you, empowered babe. and know that. Every single thing that you you did with your dad and experienced with him was for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I still need to make that peace with my dad. I I still have him. Mm. I barely talk to him. Yeah. I can honestly say I don't know him, mm. but I'd like to. So I'm gonna keep fighting. Yeah, because you know you don't have your dad anymore, but he's still present. Yeah, in music you still communicate with them. I think that is so special and so beautiful. So thank you for being here because you've just given me something yeah. to do. You know what's <laughs> crazy? The other day I was going through my dad's tweets. Yeah, because I I don't know why I had never done it before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going through this man's tweet Mind you I was 14 when mm. he No I wasn't 14 I was, It was in 2014 I was something like 17 When he passed away Yeah And I also didn't really know him I knew him mm. as my father And someone who works on the radio mm. Never really like I knew his habits And things yeah. like that Now I'm reading through his tweets I'm like oh, He was funny Like yeah. Look at this wit Yes God he loved Orlando Pirates You know what I mean <laughs> Oh my god He's playing out here Damn he's tired today And I was just mm. like I'm learning this man Over social media So shout out to social media It's crazy Like yeah. what can do for us Right yeah. It can bring us closer To people that we maybe Don't Aren't able to speak to Like in, in that moment And in real time So yeah. shout out social media You are doing some sort of good <laughs> <laughs> So where to from here Like what's What's the big plan You know um, I know you said You want to You want to host the Grammys Of yeah, which girl yeah. I'll be right there with you <laughs> Girl Hosting side by side So that one I'm hopping on to No no definitely um, What are the plans You know where can we see you After this So I really You know this I really really want to do TV Yes What I've been doing Lately is doing Like a lot of Auditions But this is for TV ads Just yeah. so I can put My foot through the door For sure I'm DJing a lot more For sure um, I really 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 want a TV gig But I do have A five year plan as well Yeah I want to do this Late night show That I'm doing right now mm. Maybe for like This year Next year and then after that I want 12 to 3 Okay For 2 years okay. And then I want drive And then I move to another station Okay The ultimate goal is to be Like oh Mr. Gareth Cliff Yeah 
So yeah, I want to have my own station or even run the one I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't mind doing that. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like right now, my five year plan is to maybe in five years be on drive. Okay. That doesn't sound too ambitious anymore. At first, it sounded too ambitious, it, it, and it looks good on paper. Yeah, because I also had a similar dream. I was like, okay, well, graveyard after graveyard, Tell do me. lunch after you do weekend, then you do lunch after lunch. You, you got go reservations about it, now? and then you. I'll be honest, I do, and that's just because I'm thinking about the future of radio in this country and the okay. future of how people consume content. Okay, and you are already like a person that's living way ahead of their time. Yeah, maybe even in the wrong country. I can mm. honestly say that. So, do you think that in what's five years from now? We're in 2026. So, you think in 2026, drive time radio is still going to be. station. How many U stations do we have? One. So, you want to <laughs> still be there? Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you for coming to uh, Life. <laughs> no, but real talk. Like, I see what you, you know mean. what I mean. Yeah. Like, think about like the, the future of how people consume. Mm. And it's a very good point. Podcasting is where we at, baby. I mean, you're at LiveCentral.com right now. That's a very good point. You know, and if you want, you know, Lula.com to be the the future, you know, we we need to talk. Yeah, I should probably start right now. That's what I'm talking about. I so so you. think ahead. I know you've got that goal, and don't don't let it deter you from that. Let mm. if that's still ultimately you can. Yeah. But also know that while you're doing that, there's a whole other audience that you could be serving because there's lives that you still need to touch. Mm. There's people mm. on a global scale that still need to hear your story very so that true. they can feel better about themselves. Yeah. So don't cut yourself short mm. and just say that that one. Goal is mm. all that you need to do. You've got so much more that you're gonna do. Yeah. So thank you for that. Actually, it makes a world of sense. And yeah. I'm definitely gonna be because I was considering it, but there's just this fear. I don't know where the stupid fear comes from. Yeah. It's so stupid, and I hate it, and I hate that I do it because I address it all the time. Yeah. But I still have it. It's innate in all of us. I, yes, I don't know it if is. it's a black people thing. No, it's not a black people thing. It's 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 certain communities. Uh, I know the societal. The, yes, there's yeah. like I know the Indian community as well. They mm-hmm. struggle a lot with Abant Bazoti. I'm sure you wear small. Yeah, no, more it wears. But now, Bolaya is. Exactly. So, um, don't let, don't let imposter syndrome as well. Just, it's not a real thing. Yeah. Like, you are fire. You will be felt. Thank you. And I say this with everybody mm. that I feel that about. If you, you are fire, fire, girl, you, you will, will be felt. It doesn't matter how far you try to hide, that. who tries to dim your light, girl, you're meant to shine. So think about the podcast. I will. When you started, can I please get my 50% cut? Because obviously girl, it's my idea. EIP. I mean, EIP. I mean, okay. Lula, thank you, mama. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's such a pleasure. I think we should do this again, like maybe in the next couple of months, touch base. Dude, you this you is at. the third episode. Girl, thank you for calling me. Of course, I had to start at the top. Ha, ha, I literally, I was like, let me get my stirrings first. Un and then, uh, then, uh, you know, ah, uh, I love you, Lebang. I love you too, baby. Dude, we were almost colleagues. We were, right? <sighs> and then God said, 
handbrake. I know how this gonna work out at the end. Exactly. Uh, and he still does. So thank you so much for coming. Such a pleasure. Where can we find you on social media? What, 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 what? Speaking of social media, I just want to mention one last thing. Yes. I posted a video of me and Michali yesterday. I saw that. Did you see the backlash I, I received? I didn't see the backlash. So I posted a very nice video. Uh, and by the way, I got permission from her to post it as yeah. soon as we were done taking it. Yes. Like, dude, I'm going to post this thing. Nah. Mm. She's like, yeah, it's cool, but Twitter's going to have a field day. So she also saw. Yeah. Now, in retrospect, I realized my fault in this thing, but Twitter folks also be too deep. Yeah. So I asked Michelle, yo, baby girl, what would it take to, to make you gay? Uh. And she laughed. She's like, oh my God. She was quite God. giddy. Hey? You she know like, what I mean? <laughs> she was blushing. I was yeah, like, she am was. I reading this wrong? One <laughs> 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 so now Twitter was like Oh dude As a queer person You're sitting us so bad How can you Turn someone gay I was like oh, oh, okay, Yes the phrasing yeah. Was wrong Because If it was a Straight man Asking mm. a gay woman What can I do To turn you straight That would be so fucked up mm. But I think What we should investigate Is the gaze When it comes to male Versus like female yes. How is it that She was so comfortable And open to answer The question Whereas in the other Spectrum of things yes. If it was a guy Doing the same thing what I'm saying is like In no way What I was saying Was perpetuating That kind of for behavior For sure For sure But just like If you Start to pop uh, Or something blows up And your intentions uh, Were good Stick to your Motherfucking that's guns it, that's Don't be intimidated it. Yes. Don't be disheartened yes. don't, don't, don't internalize That negative st- stuff For sure but I'm at Lula Odiva on Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> and IG. I'll check you there. I'm sitting on with my 4,000 followers. Ach, come on, 10. Come on, girl. Come on. Come on, girl. You heard it here. Let's get Lula to 10K followers. <laughs> I mean, let's get the clout. She says she doesn't have clout, but I know for free that she does. So, yeah. Girl, thank you. This was nice. It was great. Um, and also just like social media, people don't know what they want. They don't they, know what they they'll want. They'll find anything <gasps> wrong. They'll find anything <sighs> wrong. So don't even begin to yeah. give them attention. Just yeah. keep it moving. Track seven. If anything, uh, you should just re- release an official statement and just be like, Hey guys, I'm sorry for what I said. If y'all feel some type of way, I'd, here's a link to my music. <laughs> Boom. I must actually do that. I mean, in 24 hours, I got like 70.1 thousand views. Look at that. Just from that. Now I'm just glad everyone saw me say, Yo, what's up? This is Lula Odiba. Thank and you. Masali was next to me blushing hello i'm good bro hello that's a win for me bucket list complete <laughs> thank you baby it's a pleasure and just like that it's a wrap done it's life with lebang cliffcentral.com